guys welcome back to another episode of the eagle eye podcast it is episode 32 and you're wondering what is dylan doing behind the mic where is ivan well you know i'm gonna call ivan out here a little bit ivan chose the party life last saturday instead of watching the medica game and so you know ivan's slacking off a little bit didn't get to watch the game and so i will be your host today and join to me with me is christian who was here last week christian how you doing man i'm doing good man the weather here is a little bit a little bit uh a little bit rainy but we'll get through it you know Hey, you know, we need the rain here in Texas, so just go ahead and send it up this way. You know what? I'll send it right to you. You know what? The funny thing is that earlier today, it was very hot, like 95. I got home, I, and then out of nowhere, I hear thunder outside my window. So, I don't know. I guess it's crazy. Man, man dude. I tell you, whenever it rains here in Texas, man, we always have the joke. So, what is this wet stuff falling from the sky? <laughs> All right, man. Well, you know, this isn't really the weather um channel that we're talking about right here so we're gonna go ahead and dive into this this so what we got going on is that we're gonna talk about the pachuca game which america grabbed those three points in halago uh 3-1 win we're gonna talk about the copa mekis which we have game tonight against dorados uh we're gonna talk about last week's copa mekis game too as well against veracruz and we'll be talking about uh the monterey game coming up saturday a little bit of uh america feminine team too as well after they got their win too and we're gonna talk about more details about our giveaway toward the end of the podcast. So are you ready to do this, man? Yes, I'm ready. Let's do this. Okay. In the Pachuca game, um, you know, a, a very I guess you could say, you know, it was a good it was a good win. You know, three one win. It was something that we needed to uh, to get a good start going. Uh, I'll go ahead and start off with the lineups too, you know. Um obviously much is seen in goal, uh Aguilar, Alvarez, Valdez, Reyes. Uh, they go Linus, which, you know, was something that everybody was excited for. Uh, Giovanni Corona, Guido Rodriguez, uh, Iwari Gwen, up top, Roger Martinez, alongside Oliver Perata. Now, when you see this lineup, you know, obviously, you know, you're seeing it. And, you know, not necessarily our strongest lineup, too. Obviously, missing Renato Ibarra, who was suffering muscle fatigue, I believe. And um, Mateus Oliva, too, who was out with a throat infection, which I don't want to get into details about that. Um, but when you see the lineup, man, before the game, what do you think about this lineup? Like you said, it wasn't our strongest lineup, but I guess you can say it was the strongest lineup that we had available, you know. Um, Diego Linus obviously being the the standout person in this lineup. Uh, he finally gets a chance to start this season uh, to demonstrate what he can do, and I think he demonstrated what he can do. Yeah, most definitely, man. You know, I, I saw this too, you know, after seeing the reports during the week, you know, that we're not going to have Renato or um, Uribe too, you know, so, you know, this you, you kind of go with this too. And, you know, you see this, and you, you, I see it too, and I see this is a pretty good lineup. Obviously, our best lineup that we can put out right now too as well. And so, you know, uh, we'll go ahead and get into the game. You know, uh, this game starts off, you know, both teams pressing each other, pressing each other, you know, this game gets really physical, and you see it physical throughout the whole 90 minutes. Yeah, you really do see uh physical. But then like I I can I can say that Pachuca really didn't like from the start they didn't really have like a set game plan. You see them trying to do a lot of a lot of long balls and then being physical, but I guess because that kind of played into America's favor a little bit and you start seeing America start like start taking control of the match little by little. Yeah, definitely, man. And, you know, it, it, something that, you know, we kind of talked about before we started, too, was the possession. Well, the possession seemed kind of like kind of whack, you know. You know, we're putting a little bit of faith in, in uh, sofa score here right now uh, yeah. in the first half. In the first half, Pachuca having 53% of the possession and America having 47 I mean, you know, it, it, it kind of seemed to, to me, you know, that first half was a little balanced, you know. Uh, what do you think of the team play? You know, I feel like the team played really good. You know, I, I feel like there was some good stuff. Um, obviously, we'll talk. We'll get into the to the goal in a minute. Diego Linus obviously scored in, in within 16 minutes. But yeah. you know, uh, uh, what do you take from the team play when, in this first half? I think when you talk about the possession and how we had uh, 47, they had 53. I think it really speaks to our team play that we did more with our possession. Uh, we had a total of six shots and five were on target. So it kind of shows how we were actually uh, playing together and actually creating chances to get to that goal. You say shots on target. You know, I I think it was between 30 40 minutes in that game we already had five shots through the first half you know which is a great sign which is a great improvement for yes. the team too um something that we've always discussed and something that was always uh, stressed you know too was having those shots creating those chances you know this team was that was 
creating their chances. They're seeing mm-hmm. some good stuff from from the from the, in the final third possession too. And you know that's something that we really, really need to see and something that has been improved upon. And you know we just have to keep improving that too as well. Um, going into uh, Diego Linus's goal, uh, Mario Parata's assist too. Uh, Diego, man, um, what else can you say from this kid too? I mean, this kid was this kid was going. I mean, you see him. Uh, I think it was a, a giddy, you know, that he was taking on. You know. Yeah gets the ball he cuts inside you know takes a little bit of a touch too and then he curls it in to the on the back side of the post beautiful I mean, beautiful what, do you, what do you what do you take from that when you see that you see linus and you know what he can do so i was actually it actually was uh was not surprising when after he scored you saw that two people two defenders started to come online never had the ball because you know he's very deadly in the one-on-one now going back to the goal in the one-on-one you know you know what he's gonna do so i'm i'm actually pretty surprised the defender like defended the way he did. It was a great cut in by Linus. I think everyone knows that. He split into the defense and curled it right in. Nothing the goalie can do. And um I think it was a very great goal. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I agree with you. I mean, you know, obviously like you said, you know, we know what Linus can do. And you know, he's for- proved it time and time again. And this time, you know, like he's really shown out. Uh that's his first goal in the comp- in the com- in the competition too as well. You mm-hmm. know, so you know, it's great to see him get that get that rhythm going and everything. So, you know, it's it's really good to to you know, to have have the have the teammates, to, you know, to show that, um, you know, just to creating that chance. You know, obviously, you know, he can create his own chances too. You know, like you said, yeah. deadly in the one on one, and so that's something good too as well. And you can tell, like right after the goal, he gains a little bit of confidence. So you see his teammates try to get him the ball more. You know, he starts doing a little bit more. I think that's a great sign going forward, and it shows throughout the game. Yeah, definitely too. And you know, like you like you said, you know, it being a physical battle too. You know, these these cat these cats came out and played. You know, everybody came out and played too. You know, I, I to me, I see eleven players playing on the pitch. You know, whenever I, I talk about this first half. Yes, definitely. Okay, so you know, we'll go ahead and jump into the second half a little bit too. Um, obviously, you know, but you can make a, a substitution. You know, obviously to to cope with America's uh, tactics. You know that Miguel Dedo is going to right there, <laughs> but you know, uh, really nothing. Um, really a lot of things going for about like the first. 10, 15 minutes, but you could come out attacking, you know, pressing so hard. Um, what do you take away from that? I think it was a, you can say that, but you can knew that they had to change something. And I guess that something was to uh, bring the lines up a little bit more and start attacking and pressing. That's what they did. Unfortunately, it didn't last that long. Uh, I think it lasted about a good 15, 20 minutes. And then you, you see America start taking re- control of the game. I think people was like, all right, you know what? Let's do this. Let's, uh, let, let's push them out a little bit more. And ultimately, ultimately, at least at the second goal. You know, that's something that, you know, that I like to see. And that's something good, you know, is people coping with, with what's going to be on the field, too. Obviously, you know, like we said, you know, Pachuca is trying to cope cope with it, you know, try to get try to pull a goal back, you know, which is something that they were trying to do, obviously. And But you see Piojo, you know, work with it, too. You know, he obviously doesn't make a substitution, um, you know, going, in, going into a physical game, too. You know, he... he Pulls his team together. He tells them to, you know, this is what we got to do. And so, you know, it, it's good to see them cope with that because you've seen yes. them too in times and times again in past games to struggle coping with the fact w- what's happening on the pitch, you know, from, from his perspective and also from the team, uh, from the player's perspective too as well. Yes, definitely. I think this will um, not only, like, show him, like, okay, you know what, so now I know how to work the game out or I see how to plan the game out. You know, it kind of gives him a little bit of that confidence too, you know, because we, we, me and you, are the biggest critiques of him when it comes to subs. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, it's time, you know, um, he learns how to plan the game out, and I think he planned this game out very well. Yeah, most definitely. And so we, we approach the second goal of the game. Again, Diego Linus, again, with – we'll, we'll, we'll step back a little bit, you know. We're, we're Let's step back, yeah, because I, I think what he even deserves a little bit of credit for this one. Yes, uh, uh, that's what I love the most, you know. Uh, you know, a lot of people criticize Oriva, but he his hustle is still there, and that's what I love about Oriva too as yes. well. Hustle's there, and he doesn't give up. He doesn't give up on a play. You know what? 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 Some of the players think is a foul on Oriba. You know, obviously the ref doesn't give it. Oriba sticks with it. You know, he's running with the ball. Uh, he's he's like just right there at the edge of the box. You know, and then he passes it across to find the Olinus. The Olinus puts it in near post. And man, yeah. what a, a a good shot too as well. Uh, the Pachuca keeper barely getting fingertips on it, barely getting a palm on it, but still not enough to keep. Yeah, it was a great goal. But going back to the Oribe hustle, you can see that when Oribe brings down the player, you can see the the two center backs are like, whoa, what's going on? Like, they're a little bit startled about it. They thought it was a foul. Obviously, it wasn't, so Oribe kept going. And it was a great vision because you saw Roger Martinez trying to go into the uh, in the middle near the penalty the penalty mark. 
Oribe with his vision found Linus and Linus did his thing. Yes, yes, dude. It, it, I mean, no, we we obviously we can't take we can't take away a lot, the shine from Linus too. But still, I mean, not enough is being said about Oribe's hustle. I mean, you mm-hmm. see that too, and you know that's just something that people have always said. You know, Oribe's got the hustle, and you know yeah. you've seen it there. You've seen it there, really. And you know, uh, going on after that goal too, not not much longer. We have the return of Cecilio Dominguez. You know coming in for Roger Martinez, you know, what, what do you think about Cecilio's return? I think it's great now. Uh, we've, I guess you can say not missing him, but, you know, I think it's nice to have him back. Uh, he's for sure going to, hopefully he picks up from last season where um, he was uh, doing great. Uh, it's good to get minutes. I hope he gets minutes tonight because I think we're, we're going to need him against uh, Monterrey. You know, when I see Cecilio play too, I don't really see that he, he missed a step. Like, you know, it seemed like he's been playing for a while too, you know. Uh, it seemed like this injury never set him back, you know. He was do, he was doing some things. Um, yeah, I, I think he had a shot and it went way off target, way <laughs> off target. <laughs> but still, I mean, you know, he, he was stringing some passes together, you know. He was he was taking on a couple of players, you know. And it's something that's really good to see for somebody coming, coming off an injury like that too as well. Um, really, there's not, there's not much, you know, to complain about Cecilio. Uh, Whenever he came in for the match, it was really good to see. Um, really, though, not really who I wanted to see him come in for, which was Roger Martinez. You know, I'd like to see uh, him come in for uh, Iwari Gwyn. But, you know, and again, you know, I, I can only say so much behind the mic. So there's that. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I think we should bring it up to him. So I think I think Ibarro had an okay game. I know you disagree, but I honestly think Ibarro had a good game. I saw him dropping back a couple times, helping out the defense, coming up when he needs to, but... You're right. If we had a pick in between Roger and Ibargun to to make this up for, I would pick uh, Ibargun as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, like you said, this green. No, I, I still, I still don't see it. I really don't. I really don't. And, you know, um, you're going off a little bit here talking about Ibargun now, but I, uh, to me, I still don't see it. Like, um, I still want more from him. I still expect a yes, little more. Yes, definitely. Yes, definitely. And he still, it still hasn't shown it to me yet, which is one thing. Yeah. Um, we'll go. We'll go on to to the to the next goal. America's final goal, the third goal in Oriya Parata. I mean. Guys, when's the last time you saw Riva score? Was it the Chivas game? By the Chivas game, yes, definitely. Yes, Yes, I think that was the game. You guys can correct us if we're wrong, but we're pretty sure it's that game. As, what do you what do you take away from it? You know, I, I see it. You know, whenever he whenever I see him score, you know, I, I get happy. You know, because this guy's our captain. You know, yeah. this guy's obviously in a gold drought. You know, you want to see this guy score. But a lot of people have been calling for you to be benched too. Star Henry. I mean, what what do you take from this goal? Confidence. If I hope this goal this goal gives him confidence. You know, I think I can't really say I haven't been a critique a critic of him, but you know, because I, I have, I hope this goal gives him confidence. I think this is a good start. Let's see if he can ride out this momentum, or and I really hope it does because we do need uh we need the goal scoring. I know Roger can bring it, but it'd be nice to have Oriba scoring again. If it's not nine goals this season, at least make it five, four maybe if we're lucky. But he needs to score, and I think this is a good start. Yeah, I definitely think it's a good start too. It's still early on in the opportunity too as well. There's still plenty of games to be played, um, too. But uh, you know, Oriba scoring, you know, it's a huge confidence boost. Uh, I really, I really think it is not just for him, but for this team too as well. Because like I said, this guy's our captain, you know, and this guy's gonna be stressing that and stressing his leadership too as much as he can, you know. And so, um, really, uh, overall confidence boost to everybody too as well. Yes. And then, and then let's, let's let's talk about that soft foul that put you yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, let's be honest, man. I mean, like it was, it was pretty soft, you know. But at the same time, I do question what uh, Bruno Valdez was doing yes. in that position too, as well. Mm-hmm. But what do you, what, what do you, what are you thinking whenever you see that? I mean, obviously, we're going to say. I mean, the majority can say it wasn't a penalty. It was pretty soft. I guess, I guess we can't blame the ref for calling it. But I mean, if he didn't call it, I mean, come on, man. you should just let it slide. Give us, give us the clean sheet. Come on, man. But I mean, it's I guess it's all right. But yeah, you like you said though, you gotta question Bruno Valdez what what he was doing there, you know. Yeah, definitely. But you know, um, it, it is what it is too. At the end of the day, um, I, a lot of soft stuff does get called, you know, and other and other other places around the world too as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it's art. It's arguable too as well. But you know, um, we t- we walk away with a three one win. Uh, you know. Let's talk about this performance as a whole. You know, um, let's talk about some of the good and the bad too. Uh, what's something that that good that stood out to you this game? Uh, the team, the team, uh, team play. Like you mentioned uh, at the beginning of the podcast, I think our team play was excellent this game. It looked like we were playing a little bit more together. 
and uh, I think Viejo's plan was executed to what he wanted. Um, I think I think it was a pretty overall good game. Yeah, I think so too. You know, one one thing that me and um, me and I had stressed before, you know, this this usually this team comes out, you know, is pressing on the ball, you know, not giving the other team space, you know, uh, always trying to fight for possession. You know, this is this is what you see the team do, you know, in the opening minutes of the game in the first half too, and that's something that um, is always good to point out too. Um, the team play was well, you know. Um, obviously, I think you know some sloppy passes that time too as well. You know, something to clean up. Uh, you know, but. It, we got the win, you know. There's not really much to complain about, you know. It's it's a better team performance if you probably compare it to the past two games too, as well, you yes. know. But obviously, there's room for improvement too, as well, and we we can see that. Um, if you could take away, you know, one or two things from this game too, um, you know, bad wise, you know, what would you take away? You said bad wise. Yeah. Um, like like you said, the the passing needs to be better. Um, there were a lot of. Not key giveaways, but they were giveaways that you know Pachua could have could have converted. Um, other than that, oh, our possession. Supposedly our possession hasn't been hasn't been great, but I mean, I guess you can kind of take positives and negatives from that. We don't have a lot of possession, but we're making more of it. But I think we need to be on the ball more. I think if we are on the ball more, it gives us a better chance of scoring, or increasing our chances of scoring, and I think that will um that will increase our chance of winning the game, obviously. Yeah, you know. Uh, at the end of the day, you know, Sofa scored saying Pachuca had 61% possession and America having 39, which, you know, um, if you watch the game, you know, you, you would think, you know, it'd be more even. Yeah. But uh, apparently not the Sofa score, you know. So no, yeah, Sofa score, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, if if I were, you know, if I were to give this performance, you know, I, I think I'd give it a, a B plus, you know. Um, B plus fair. Yeah, I, I, at the end of the day, you know, you see, you see the past two games, and, and you compare it to this week, the last week's game. You know, you, you you say it's a better team performance, and it really is. I I really think it is. Um, it's it's a good sign, you know, that this team's improving uh, week in and week out. And so, you know, uh, we'll we'll go with that, go from there, and see what's going to happen next week too, as well. Yes, because next week is not an easy task, and I think we're going to see the true where this team is at in the next game, and I'm excited for it. Yeah, the Monterey game, you know, we'll get into that a little later too. Um, you know, I think we can both agree that Diego Linus is the star, star of the match. Yes, definitely star of the match. Finally, he breaks through with, with his goal. I'm excited to see more. Hopefully, Piojo puts him in more because when you have Renato and Cecilio uh, healthy, it's uh, I, I just hope he finds a spot for him. If it's behind the striker, we, we got to see this kid play more. He is the real deal. I think a lot of people see it. A lot of non-America fans see it. And we just all agree we need to see him more. Yeah, you know, it's, it's a battle. It really is, you know. Um, obviously, I'm, if I'm going to be really honest, you know, like you said, I don't really see Linus starting over uh, Renato Ibarra or Ibarra Green, really. I mean, you, you know, i really like to see him play behind the striker, you know. That'd be something interesting to see. And it's something he prefers, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really it really is, you know. Um, I think, too, in the Glasuda, I think he had a start, too, and him and Ibarra Green and... Him and Ibarra Gwen, obviously, you know, I think they were like interchanging from the left and behind the oh, checkers yes. too, mm-hmm. which which is something I think I'd like to see too as well. See how that goes. Yes, definitely. I think. Uh, well, he didn't call him up for tonight's game, but I think a Copa match would be nice to experiment that with, or maybe a, a softer team in the Liga Mekis. But then again, it's Liga Mekis, you don't know what can happen. So, yeah, I mean, definitely, definitely. At one point in the season, I would like him. I would like to see him play behind the striker, but that's up to be a whole, not up to me. Okay, so um, anything else you want to add to this game? No, I think we covered everything. Yeah, I mean, uh, just to wrap it back up a little bit, um, obviously, great team play, some great stuff. Um, obviously, we could find some room for improvement, which, you know, something that you can always say. You know, I don't think I've ever had a team that's very satisfied with their performance either. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think I think one um, – I'm going to go back a little bit too. I think one thing, you know, I can point out a little bit too that I, I can take away from this game is uh, the back line. I think the back line looks shaky at times too. Uh, you know, there seems to be a little bit of lack of confidence between, between the back line. You know, that's something uh, I approve of. Um, Pachuca had a couple of good good runs going forward, mm-hmm. you know, where the runner got behind the back line. But, you yeah. know, obviously the back line did recover. You know, they put on a good they, – they, they still put on good performance, you know. Yeah. But, you know, the, the back line is lacking a little bit too. Yeah, the back line still, I guess, the most concerning part of the team still. It's improving, yes. But, uh, like you said, it did look a little bit shaky at times. I want to point out something else too. I think this was this wasn't the best game from Guido, 
He gave up a lot of lousy fouls. I think he shouldn't really be committing, but it's rare from Guido. But I think that's something. If you want, if he wants to improve for next game, I think that's something he can improve on. Yeah, we're definitely gonna need him next game, which we'll mm-hmm. talk about a little bit too more later. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, that wraps up the Pachuca game. You know, uh, solid, solid performance. You know, obviously an improved team. You know, we just gotta keep improving every week as yes. the season goes on. Uh, but, you know, we'll talk about a little bit of Copa Mekis now. Uh, we'll go back to the Veracruz game last week, and which, you know, was, was obviously a, a great, great team performance overall. I mean, every I just seemed like everybody was involved in that game. And, oh, my gosh, Tony Lopez just took my breath away there in that whole game. Tony Lopez, yes. Uh, what, what, are your, what are your thoughts on, on, on the game as a whole so far? Uh, the Copa, like people said, the Copa Mekis is for the youngsters, but I was great. I was glad to see the the youngsters really stepped it up. They really impressed me coming together with some of the, the starters, and I think uh, they meshed really well. It was a good match overall, but um, but yeah, Tony Lopez, man, what a, what a performance. Oh, most definitely, man. And, you know, it's really good to see this team, you know, start off on the right foot in the Copa Mekis too right there. Getting a 3-0 win against Pachuca, uh, 1-0 at halftime. You know, which was something that that was really good too as well. Um, you know, I, I guess me and you can both agree that Tony Lopez was like the the man, like to, man, yes. to like stand out. Yeah. Yes. Uh, just just to kind of go back over, you know, the game a little bit too. Um, Emmanuel Aguilera scoring the first goal in the 40th minute. Uh, it, to me, to me, it should have been it should have been a four nil. I feel yeah, like yeah, Aguilera. Yes. I feel like Aguilera got, got robbed in that yeah, first yeah, goal. Yeah. Oh yes, he did. Yes, I remember when I guess the offside. Yeah, the offsides, which was really weird. I mean, it didn't really seem like it, but you know uh, that happens. Um, you know, we see some other youngsters coming too. Uh, Ivan Moreno coming in for Fer Gonzalez. Uh, Oswaldo Leon coming in for Edson Alvarez. I, uh, mm-hmm. Those are two two cats too that I think are going to do some big things too in the future with America too, right there. Yes. And you know, up, um, up, you know, up up to up to about the seventy minute too. Physical game too. Veracruz were playing really, really dirty. Very and, physical, yes. And and there was a couple times too where where Carlos Vargas went down and like it just looked like he wasn't gonna get up and yeah. you know I was just like, I mean I know Vargas isn't probably gonna be used that much in the weekends you know but still I mean I don't want to see a player like like of him get hurt too because he he has the potential he has the talent you know and he's there in case Bruno Valdez or Aguilera yeah, can be there mm-hmm. too as well. And, and so, I think and so, no. yeah continue 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 continue. Yeah, and you know, it's just it's just a shame to see such such so physical game too. And you know, you would expect to see a red card in the first half, but she didn't until the second half. Yes. Uh, but going back to Carlos Vargas, like I think he was targeted or something because, like like you said, he was getting uh, fouled a lot, and um, it would suck to see him get injured because I think this is uh, a vital part, I guess, in Piojo's Copa squad. But uh, but like you said though, if he gets down, then let's just say Paula Aguilar goes down. You know, it's uh, it's gonna be hard to replace. Yeah, a real, a real surprise though. Vargas starting in a left back position too, which oh, you know yeah. was something was some, something that I I don't know. I didn't really like you know. Um, obviously though he did some good things. He did good. Mm-hmm. He you know being Carlos Vargas, but you know, uh, really didn't want to see him in that left back position. And yeah. so you know, it, yeah, I and mean, then you know the rest of the lineup. You know, obviously we had the Olinas in there. We had the, the Fergonzales. You know, just just some really you know. Good names from from the from the academy that can step up and do big things with this team. Yes, and I hope we see some of them tonight. Most of them tonight. Yeah. Uh, it should be. They're gonna put on a great display. I already know that. Okay, and so we move in, move into the second half too. We see uh, Emmanuel Aguilera back too with another goal. You know, should have should have been his hat trick goal right there. Should have been hat trick. Yes. Should have been hat trick goal. So you know, um, that happens. Um. Too, uh, Mateo Sariba gets subbed in. You know, some, something you know that that's really good for the squad going forward too, as well. Uh, making his return, uh, not against Pachuca, but in the last game too, as well, which we see him score too, as well, which is really good. Um, you know, vital, vital position, vital key for the midfield too, as well. And then we you know top it off with the uh, Henny Martin Golasso. You know, a great goal, Henny Martin. Uh, people saying that he should be starting over Riva. You know, I I still don't really. I still don't really see it to be honest. If I'm oh. really honest, it's mm-hmm. just it's just kind of I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of on the fence about that. But you know, great stuff from Henny Martin. You know, I really hope this this helps his confidence too as well. Yeah, exactly. Like the confidence boost. That's what I was gonna get into right now. But let's just say he scores tonight. Scores a brace tonight. Do you maybe kind of does Bielho really play in his mind? Okay, well, okay. Henry scoring, or even just scored his confidence. You no, know, I think this is a good situation. 
if this happens for Piojo, because you know you you can kind of be filled with confidence. Okay, if I put him out, he'll perform. If I put him out, he'll perform. So I think it's, I think if Henry does start tonight, I think it's important that he does score just to you know get get his confidence back too, because he hasn't been scoring all that much either. Yeah, yeah, I I feel you, man. I feel you. You know, too. Uh, I, one thing, you know, kind of going back, going back a little bit too is uh, Roger Martinez. You know, uh, obviously been starting, been starting every week so far. You know, uh, do you, do you possibly start Henry Martin over Roger Martinez? I mean, I mean, he scored obviously against Nakaxa. I mean, but but he hasn't really made that much yet to to really to really position himself to, mm-hmm. to to keep that you know so you know like you said if henry martin was to come out to score a brace you know do you start oribe and henry you know yeah that could be a possibility but i feel like i feel like if we give roger martinez our best squad ranto ibarra cecil dominguez mateo Soribe, guido rodriguez all helping him you know maybe we could get more out of him uh we'll have to wait and see obviously but i i'm confident that roger will uh will start will start scoring goals in no time yeah, yeah, I think so too. I I feel the same way as you. You know, obviously, you know, this past week uh, or uh, the, yeah, this past week, you know, we didn't have uh, Oribe or Renato about it, but you know, uh, you know, maybe we'll have them. We'll have them back this week. So we'll see how that goes. That's the plan. That's that's the plan. So we take three points. Uh, we go up. We go up on the top of the group so far in this group seven of the Copa Mekis with three points uh dorados obviously having three points being beating veracruz last time too as well uh but tonight we do play dorados in sinaloa and so you know uh, obviously a game for the babies too as well you know I, we're gonna see a lot of youngsters but no diego linus tonight too as well for those who are listening right now diego linus did not travel with the team uh alongside of guido Rodriguez has not traveled too as well um do you remember the couple others too as well i don't i don't remember the others that did not travel Uribe didn't travel. Renato didn't travel. I think Valdez about travel. Did Valdez. Who Valdez? Let me just say yes. I'll I'm say not, yes. I'm, I'm, I forgot. I, I know I know Guido, Linus, and Uribe didn't travel. So. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... If if we're, if we're talking lineups, you know, for this for this game tonight against Dorados, you know, do you see it kind of similar to to, la, to last week's game too as well? Definitely, I think this is another game for the youngsters to prove themselves. Um, I think this Dorados team won't be easy as well. I think this is in in their home stadium as well, so they, they they're gonna come out, and I think this is gonna be a good test for um all our youngsters. Yeah, I, I think so too. I mean, obviously, you know, we're gonna have we're not gonna have. Diego Linus in the lineup too. Uh, he was one that started last week. You know, I really like to see Ivan Moreno start too as well. See, see if he can fit himself in there too as well. You know, he showed some great stuff too last week. Um, really, this team played overall really well together. I mean, I don't really remember this team making being really bad. You know, this team was holding the possession. This team was all over uh, Veracruz. So, you know, I expect some good things too tonight as well. I want to see Tony Lopez again. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I'm calling it. Tony Lopez is gonna Tony have a, a goal and an assist tonight. I'm calling it right now. <laughs> I wouldn't bet against you, to be honest. The way this kid plays, it's uh, very possible. Yeah, I mean, this kid, this kid's just like taking the ball out there and taking it to him. I mean, like this kid's not scared. I mean, you see this kid; he puts in his passes. You know, even even his crosses. I mean, he was even taking the corners. I mean, this kid, this kid was out here proving himself, and you know, I, I really think he did because you see that he was on the bench. Um, against Pachuca, you know, obviously, you know, a little disappointing, you know, that he doesn't get subbed in, but, you know, you kind of, you kind of see it too, that uh, with Cecilio Dominguez on the bench too, you're going to obviously see Cecilio over him too um, in that spot. But, you know, um, I really, I really think this kid's got, got, got it, man. He really does. And, you know, I really hope to see him get subbed in sometime soon with the first team um, against, Mm -hmm. against this week against Monterrey or, you know, whenever too. I mean, we have, I mean, it's a little down the road, but we had double Hornada coming up too, right there. And so, you know, I, I think I think these youngsters will be pivotal in, in that time too, as well. Well, like like we were saying before, this is a tournament for the youngsters. So if he continues to prove himself in these games, it's gonna. I think he'll catch Pio Jose, and I think he will use them in the upcoming games. Like you said, we have double Hornada coming up soon. Who knows? Maybe this might be his chance to break through. Yeah, uh, definitely. Anybody else that really stood out to you in the Veracruz game? Somebody maybe you're looking forward to tonight. I mean, Pedro Arce was on the bench against Veracruz. You know, this signing, this signing was was very hyped up. Um, honestly, he's been lackluster. We have not seen much from him. 
pretty much we haven't seen nothing from him. Maybe he gets a uh, chance to get something tonight, show something. Maybe we'll see. Other than that, you know, we have we like you mentioned before, Iron Morena, Tony Lopez. Maybe we see some Daniel Zamora tonight too. Um, he had a, he had a couple of games in preseason. Um, I'd like to see what he can do in Copa. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Yeah, I like Ivan Moreno, uh, Tony Lopez. Uh, I'm still looking to see Fer Gonzalez to do some good stuff too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously, you know, like we said, this team did some great things last week, you know, but I like to see him a little bit more involved. Uh, I really like to see him find the back of the net, you know, really, really be a confidence mm-hmm. boost for him too as well. I agree. All right, so um, pre- predict the score line for tonight's game. In Dorados, I'm going 3 nothing America. Nothing, America. Okay, I'll take a, I'll take a three-one win. Three-one. Okay. I, I feel like Dorados find the back of the net too as well. Um, kind of, kind of going back to lineup last week. You know, I, I kind of find it interesting that Machacino was still. Starting. You read my mind. You read my. I was just about to bring that up. I'm very curious to know why Machu was starting that Copa, that Copa match. Um, could it be something? Because last season we saw that Oscar Jimenez didn't really get a lot of chance to play. Maybe something. Maybe people doesn't have the confidence in him. Um. I don't know, man. It's uh, it was very, it was very strange to see that actually. In, in the cluster, I think I saw him start start once. I think that was in the Conca Champions. Yeah, yes. I, that's, yeah. yeah, just just once, you know. Um, mm-hmm. really, no. Oh, he was injured. I, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, okay, I didn't know that either. But uh, you know, you know, you, you see these games too, and you know, I feel like this is a game for him to play because uh, obviously, Manchester is going to start week in week out. Yes. So. So yeah. I mean, it's good to give uh, March some rest after he saves our our butts every every weekend. <laughs> Most Argentina's best goalkeeper. That's yeah, Argentina's best goalkeeper Cup. didn't go to the World Cup, but I guess that, that's another topic for later. It it is what it is. I mean, March has seen you deserve better if you're listening, which you know you are listening. Definitely. So there it is. All right. Well, I mean, that's all Copa Mekis talk right there. Um, you know. Some great stuff from the from the youngsters too. We got got some youngsters to really consider, uh, week in week out too, right there. So I mean, um, it's just going with the flow. I mean, I like it. I mean, we've talked about a lot of great, amazing players too that showed some good stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, okay, um, I think we should just go ahead and just jump straight into this uh, Monterrey game, don't you? Let's go Monterrey time. Monterrey, the I don't know, man. I mean, did you did? Okay, let's just kind of take a step back. Did you get to watch any of the Monterey game this past weekend? I did not get to watch any of the Monterey game. Obviously, no. Um, I did not. Well, I did, and you know, I'm gonna just, I'm just gonna share say it, and, and you know, a lot of people will agree, and a lot of people have obviously known this for a while too. But this Monterey team is stacked. I mean, I, obviously, I mean, you could tell, you know, um, Hurtado, uh, Pizarro. Uh, Jonathan Gonzalez. I mean, the the names are endless. The names are really endless. And if you if you were to take this team and to ask yourself, you know, if I were to pick one player, you know, that's that's a danger man for America this week. I, I mean, who do you really pick? I mean, I I don't really I don't to me I don't really think you can just pick one player. I think it's all eleven on the pitch. Yes, it definitely is. Uh, Monterrey is a very good team. A very solid team. Let's not forget. Um. I guess their weakest point, I guess you can say, would be their back line. I mean, in their in their right back position with Stefan Medina uh, not really having a great start uh, to the season. Maybe we can break through there. Maybe we see uh, Cecilio Dominguez do something on that line. But like you said, their front, their front four is uh, it's it's insane right now and uh, probably one of the best in the league. Oh, most definitely too. I mean, a two-one win against Caretero too. You know, uh, which whenever I saw the. I just I just got able able to catch the first half of the game, which when I saw the game, you know, this Monterey team was looking no doubt, you know, mm-hmm. good. You know, I mean, they had their chances. You know, they finished some of their chances too, and so you know, it's 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 really gonna be a, it's really gonna be a good game between this team. Um, one thing you know to point out against the Monterey team is is their transition, their counterattack. That's something that was spot on every right. time. Every every time Cadetro was on the ball and they gave a possession, I mean, it was just it was just like. TikTok, TikTok, you know, they were just spot on with their, with their counterattack. You know, that's something that America's got to watch out for, too, as well. Um, I know we talked about, you know, against Pachuca, you know, Guido Rodriguez didn't have – not having his best game. And so this is the game that Guido's got to be on his best performance. Guido's got to have near-perfect game. And I think you mentioned, too, with the backline being a little bit shaky. Listen, the backline cannot be shaky this this weekend. 
And to think that you had Dorlan Pavon on the bench against this game and Monterrey still won, I think it speaks something about their their, their squad. Oh, definitely. Dorlan Pavon, Arturo Gonzalez, I mean, shoot, I mean, you, you, you're not going to go wrong with the team. I mean, if, if, if somebody gets subbed off, they're just going to have fresh legs and play just as good as that player was or even obviously better, you know, because you're having fresh legs. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, this team's going to really have have their money run for them. It, re- it really is. And, you know, that's something that everybody's got to be perfect, you know, Every, close to near perfect. I mean, you can't have no mistakes against this Monterey team. This Monterey team is going to come out and hurt you no matter what. I feel like if our midfield can play perfect top notch, like we know they can, you know, things should go in our favor. As soon as you start seeing uh, our mid uh, getting, getting taken away from us, you know, they they started to press, they started to make the chances, they're creating more, you know, that it's going to hurt us and we can't let that happen. So I think Guido and Mateos will be um, the key the key, uh, key players for this weekend. Um, but like you said, we got we got to watch out for that front, for that attack, because that attack is very deadly, no matter who's on the pitch. Very, very deadly. And not just, not just Guido and Mateos, you know, but the back line too as well. Yes. I mean... I I don't really have no words for this Monterey team after I saw the way they were playing. I mean that that transition was so so deadly. Mm-hmm. Um, let's let's go ahead and talk about some predicted lineups. I mean, uh, go ahead and what go go ahead and give me what you think is going to be the starting eleven. For okay, so you're gonna have Martinez in net. I think you have the usual back four: Paolo Aguilares and Alvarez, Bruno Valdez, Luis Reyes. <sighs> this is where things get tricky. Diego Lainez, Mateo Soribe, Guido Rodriguez, Cecilio? No, Renato. Renato. Okay. Have Renato. Mm-hmm. Up top, you have to go with Oribe and Roger Martinez. You know, I, I, I'm spot on with you with that lineup. I'm going to be real honest with you, except, you know, mm-hmm. I'd have Renato on the right and Diego Lainez on the left. Okay. Okay. I'm, yes. I'm, I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm, because, because, you know, even though. Diego had had a great game, you know. I feel like Renato Ibarra better in that right yes. right man position for mm-hmm. him too as well. Um, you know, I've just re- reiterated time and time again. Everybody's got to be on point this game. You can have no mistakes. Mm-hmm. I mean, Definitely. it's just it's just simple as that. Um, so what does what does this team have to do? What does Piojo and company have to do to go out and get a win against this team? Control the mid. I think I like I can't stress this enough. Against Monterrey, you have to control the mid. You have to be the one to win the balls and create. You cannot let them and their mid and especially Jonathan Gonzalez, because we know how good Jonathan Gonzalez can be. You can't let him get in this groove. You can't. I think Guido Guido Rodriguez is gonna have a very important task. If Guido Rodriguez and Mateo Silva can coordinate together, Mateos can bring it out and do some of his magic, we should be in great shape. I think Bill doesn't do the, the same thing though. Mateo Silva bring it out to the wings, the wings do something. I think that's the only way we're going to win. I think that's what Piojo thinks uh, has to happen in order to win. And I think if um, if he does execute it, I think we should be in for a good um, a good result. So so do you think, you know, this team shouldn't come out like they did against Pachuca, you know, with all the pressing and everything, you know, given given a little bit of not, not very much time, you know, on the ball like they did against Pachuca, you know, yes. should they press against Monterrey? Yes, definitely. They really should press because, like you said, once, once that attack gets the ball, you know what they can do and you know what they can create. Yeah, I feel like that's going to be one of the keys, too, for me. You know, it's just pressing. You know, we're, we can't have Monterey sitting on the ball, having their time, you know, letting them mm-hmm. get comfortable because, you know, uh, once they get comfortable, you know, end the shot right there. And so, uh, like you say, you know, this this midfield, it's going to be a midfield battle. You know, if anybody knows me, I've always said that the midfield is one in, wins, wins the games, you know, because that, that's how I've always seen it. And that's how I've always seen it. And so, you know, this is it's just pivotal, you know, that Guido Rodriguez steps up, you know, coming bouncing back from that Pachuco game, which we know isn't the Guido that we all know. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. And so, you know, it's uh, one thing too is our passes, you know, we got to clean up our passes a little bit too. We can't have those sloppy passes because, you know, those sloppy passes are going to lead to, you know, some transition for Monterey too. Monterey going to be on the counter. And before we know, you know, they're either getting a shot on goal or they're finding the back of the net, you know. Yes, especially, especially with Dorlan Pavon. If he's leading the counter, you know how fast he is. You know what he can do. So, And his long shot is not is not bad at all. Yeah, most definitely, man. Yeah, I, I see it, man. And, you know, it's, it's just we can't stress enough, you know. It's, 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 it's going to be a good game. Got, it's going to be a great game, though, nonetheless. It's gonna, yeah, it will be a great game. You know, it's just, you know, this, this, 
there's very little chance, you know, for a mistake, you know, yes. that we that we cannot yeah, have. This is one of those games where it's little little to no uh to no mistakes. No, but I, I still have the confidence in this team. I think this team can go out and do some great 100%. things too as well. 100%. Um so you know, which is coming down going down to it and everything. Um so let's say let's say you know at halftime, you know, so let's say we're a goal or two down. Uh what needs to change the second half? Maybe something in the attack. Maybe you you see Diego Line is not producing much because he's on the left. Maybe that, that affects him his game a little bit. Time to bring on Cecilio. Maybe maybe uh you know you know what he can do on the left side. Mm-hmm. Go in, cut in, do his thing, do his magic. Maybe you bring him on. Maybe you bring on another another attacking option. Maybe Oribe Paratas back to Oribe. You know not not his uh his his usual ways. Maybe you bring on Henry Martin. Or maybe you bring one of the youngsters. Maybe tonight someone someone shows something, Biojo sees it, and then he can use them for uh, for Saturday's game. Yeah, I'd I'd like to see Tony Lopez. You know, if if, if we're in that case too, right there. You know, um, you know this to me. You know, this would be one of those games too where Biojo has to come back out and and cope with it. You know, to whatever month they're gonna do because you know, uh, I think Diego Alonso is gonna easily cope cope with the our team too as well. Whenever yeah. it comes to like. Like fixing things, you know, whether it be in the midfield, whether it be uh, attacking, you know, I feel like he's gonna be like, dang, Piojo's gonna have to go right back and out coach Diego Alonso too as well. And so, mm-hmm. you know, that that's gonna be some some keys right there too as well. Piojo, you know, going out and actually like changing his tactics a little bit around too, because you know we've seen it time and time again. You know, like I said, you know, Piojo sometimes just doesn't cope with it. You know, the team's stuck with doing the same thing and it's not working and it's going over and over and over again you know exactly. this team has it figured out already you know and like you mentioned hopefully hopefully we don't go down a goal or two a half but if we do Bioho can't do his usual thing the, the thing that we hate a lot get mixed up that the 80th minute 80th minute for what you know the game is practically over you know you got to make those subs 50th minute maybe even at halftime if something's not going your way i don't want to see Bioho doing those late subs because i think it's going to hurt us in the in the end yeah most definitely man you know it's just you know, I think going back, you know, it's kind of what Ivan said. You know, he overthinks about this stuff, and you know, it kills him in the end because he's too too overthinking about it. You know, and, you know, maybe he lose a track of time. Maybe he thinks, you know, okay, we keep trying, it's gonna work out. You know, whenever he needs to see that it's not. You know, after maybe like the first two, two three times, you know, and after that, he's got to cope with it. I mean, he's got to change some things around. Yes, definitely, I agree, hundred percent. So, I mean, you know, we'll see how this goes. You know, obviously, you know, this is going to be a battle, I feel like, of, you know, a month of attack versus, you know, our, our defense, you know. Um, obviously, I'm not saying nothing bad about America's defense. Um, um, offense, you know, we got some good things going to as well. But, you know, that's something that's going to be key because Monterey on the counterattack are deadly. You know, like we said, we reiterated. Darlene Parvon, Rodolfo Pizarro, you know, the names are endless. And, um I was too thoughtful too as well. I Luis mean, Mori. yes, Louis Mori too as well. I mean, it's just it's there. I mean, it, either either tackle it head on or you you run away from it. And you can't run away from it. You have to go head on with it, and that's something that's going to be something that's going to be important too as well as how we handle that and how we attack it too as well. Um, you know, interest. It's going to be a very good game, an interesting game. Uh, what is your mm-hmm. prediction for this weekend's game? Prediction will be, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go three one America. Three one? Are you sure? Because I'm about to write it down in ink. And write it down. Back. Write it down in ink. I'll even sign it for you over here. I don't know how <laughs> we're gonna do this, but I'll sign it through the through the camera. Oh 3-1. man! All right. Um, for me, uh, I'm not necessarily going out of this out of out of a uh, lack of confidence. You know, I just feel like this is how the game's gonna go. I feel like it's gonna be. A bit of a shootout too, a little bit too right there, but I'm actually gonna go for a two-two draw. Two-two draw, okay. Two-two draw. So I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm sure about it. Writing it down in ink, which <laughs> I, if if people have been listening to the past podcast, you know, I've had America scoring two goals for the past three games, and now going on four. So I mean, just just see how it goes. Yes. There it goes. And uh, uh, before we started the podcast, Ivan obviously went back for his four 0 prediction win so uh, i mean ivan if, uh, take, i don't think this is the game to do it <laughs> i don't think this is the so, game to do it, my friend but so take it up with ivan in in the in the live yeah. chat too as well um i'm on it 
yeah, so I mean, take take it up with Ivan with his four nil prediction again, and so just to see how it goes like that too as well. Um, Ivan, I I still can't believe he didn't catch. catch yeah. Again this weekend. Yeah. I, no more party. No more parties for you, Ivan. Right. <laughs> no more parties for Ivan, guys. Yes. Hashtag well, it. Well, anything else you want to include in this Monterey preview? Um, no, not really. Uh, but like you said before with Cecilio, I think this is going to be key that he doesn't miss a beat because if he does come off the bench, we're going to need him to start doing his thing right away. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I don't, I don't really think Cecilio will miss a beat. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, like I said, you know, going back to when he got Southern Pachuca, you know, he did some great things. Um, you know, really didn't miss a beat. You know, I, I, I feel like he was really crucial in that time that he, that, uh, he was subbed in. And so, yeah. It's, yeah. yeah, it's gonna be a close game though. Nonetheless, we know we know how Monterrey is. We know Monterrey is a great team. Uh, we're definitely gonna respect them, but at the end, I I'm confident I think we can take the W. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm still yeah, I'm I feel confident. I mean, you know, I don't think my prediction shows it obviously with the going for a job, but <laughs> but but you know, um, you know, I um, would would you say a, a draw is is the not necessarily the best result, but like is the the least result that we can get in this game. Yes. I mean, if, if I mean, if we if we walk out with the draw, I mean, you're happy with that? I'm happy because under the circumstances that we have right now, I guess with Renato and and Oribe returning back from injuries, um, it's a I'll be fine with the draw. I want to win, but if we get a draw, it won't be the end of the world. Alrighty, you heard it here first, folks. Christian is going with the three-one win. Against Monterrey, um, while well, I'm going with the two-two draw, and Ivan still going back with his four-nil prediction, which I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever see that. He's, he's been close, like what, like two times already. Yeah, two times. Season. So maybe this this will be his uh, his game. Yeah, maybe it will. I don't know. You never know. Maybe never know. maybe Monterrey won't come out. You know, then not having their best night. Hopefully, that's who knows. That's the that's the hope. <laughs> Uh, okay well i mean um that wraps it up for the monterey preview uh we'll talk about some uh blue america feminel uh getting a two nil win against against puebla too i mean it was it was a good it was some good stuff you know um something you know that i haven't figured out yet is why this game wasn't really well i want to say it it was closed it was behind closed doors and not televised i don't yeah i don't understand why it was behind closed doors i think this would be a lot not a lot more coverage, but there needs to be something though, because I think the this this women's league is it's something to be you know to be interested in. You know they're not not that bad. I guess the the spectacle could be appealing to some people. Um, but, but like you said though, I would like to catch a game live one day, and hopefully they uh they increase the coverage for for Liga MX Yeah, I really hope so. They they do that too. I mean, you know, this seems really interesting. I think I think if I remember correctly, I said it before too on this pod. Uh, there hasn't been a a, a dull game. There hasn't been a zero-zero draw. I mean, mm-hmm. there's been a, at least maybe two goals in every game so far, which is something really great to see. And it really shows that this is a fun league to to watch. And I really hope this 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 grows too as well. Yes, definitely. Especially because uh, we uh, we do come out and score uh, quite a few goals. You know, we're right now seven-one the goal differential. I think we're second second right now. I think we're behind we're behind Toluca. I think with ten think goals, so. if I'm not mistaken. So mm-hmm. you know, this team's fun to watch. You know, we can we can uh, gather from that that this team's very uh, offense orientated, and you know when they have the ball, you know it's gonna be something dangerous. Our best player, uh, Lucero Cuevas, back in the starting eleven. You know something something that, positive yes. to see. Something very positive to see after she dominated the Apertura last year and the and last season in the Clausura, being the top goal scorer, which I reiterated every every podcast and i really want her to to go grab that title again though mm-hmm. she did not score this this past game you know still it's good to see her back in the Michael starting Lane, 11. Yes, definitely yeah. agree. she'll score in no time i i can if you can tell if i'll place money right now that she will score the next game if she starts <laughs> yeah i think i think so too you know i you know following her on twitter you know she's been tweeting out how she's missing you know training in the games too mm-hmm. i believe she was dealing with injury i'm just not sure exactly right yeah i'm not sure injury, but Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, uh, that's something you know that that I personally want to want to kind of like expand my coverage on too as well. Following the journalists that that know this information, that know the league too, inside and out too as well. You know, this is something mm-hmm. 
really needs to grow and something that's very, very important too. Um, if I remember correctly too, I think the Twitter page came out in the opening minute. She already had a header on goal or wow. close to goal. She, she uh, us. But yeah, she's just straight to it, you know, which she's is right which, it's great to you know, see. Which is really, really great to see too mm-hmm. as well. But um yeah, another another win, you know. Uh three games played, nine points secured, you know, it's a great start for the ladies. Yes. Um, really, really couldn't ask for more from them. No, and but you know, it, I think the next match is gonna be a very good one. We they play Tijuana next in Tijuana. Third place team, uh sitting at third place is Tijuana right now with seven points. Uh, it should be a great match, and I'm um, confident that the ladies can uh, can come away with the victory. Uh, group in the live chat, uh, Ivan put the lady lady team should play the men so we can see how much better these ladies play. <laughs> <laughs> I think Cuevas, I think Cuevas will get get a hat trick within like yeah, I think, yeah. ten minutes. <laughs> Cuevas will destroy matches. Scene, there's not even a question. Uh, Leva said the men would destroy them. Well, I mean, I don't know about that. It, it just depends on who shows up and who doesn't show up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, I mean, that's that's all we got for the feminine talk right now as we're working on, you know, getting our coverage a little bit more broader and expanded too as well. Um, giveaway. I mean, we. I mean, obviously, you know, we tweeted out yesterday too that we're having our giveaway now, giving away giveaway. two jerseys. So we want to thank every single one of y'all so much for the support for the follows for you joining the live chat you know when we're going live here on tuesdays um whether you're listening on the go on soundcloud on itunes um you know i'm gonna need to talk to ivan about maybe expanding somewhere else too which you know let's see how that goes but you know it's, it's just great you know and um Obviously, we're having two jerseys given away. We don't know how else to show our appreciation to you guys, you know, than to just thank you, you know. Yes. Um, I, I wish I could say more than just thank you. And, I, and you know, mm-hmm. and obviously you're probably thinking, well, you're giving away two jerseys. So, you know, that's pretty, pretty big, you know. But to me, it still, does, it still doesn't feel like enough. And I just wish I could meet every single one of y'all that listen, you know, whether you're listening live, whether you're listening on the go. You know, I just want to wish uh, meet every single one of y'all and give y'all a, a handshake and say thank you. To your, to your face, you know, because I, I can sit here and say thank you all the time behind this camera <laughs> and behind this microphone, but you know, I just I just can't. I, it's just not enough for me. Yeah, it's crazy, and you know, as as a supporter now um, of the podcast, uh, back when I first uh, first found it, it was uh, it's crazy to see how much you guys have grown, you know. And uh, I think uh, this giveaway is uh, it's very nice, and uh, hopefully, it does bring more people into this into this podcast because this podcast is. Um, very eye-opening, very interesting, to say the least. Yes, and um, me and Ivan haven't even been at this at a year. In November, you know, close to the end, end of the month in November, you know, it would be, it'd be a, a year for us. And, you know, it's crazy to see, to see how much uh, attraction and attention that we got and all the support that we've got with within within this year. You know, it's something really, really great and something that uh, I can't stress enough to just thank you for everything. All the listeners, all the followers, you know, uh, the people you know that have supported us too, like uh, Cesar, um, Tom, you know Amy, and all, all the people at Footmex Nation, and all the other people too, as well, such as um, you, um, Eugene uh, Rips Kids. I think that's his name. I'm, I'm really butchering that. I'm sorry because you're really listening to that. Um, uh, Garrett too. Garrett listens sometimes, you know. So just just thank you all again from the bottom I- of my heart and. I'm actually gonna jump in on this one. Oh, oh it's Ivan! Oh my God, he's back! <laughs> just because we're saying thank you, and and I think it's important that um, as a host, we we kind of give a special shout out. I know a lot of people will say 300 is probably not the biggest number, but um, I think when when me and Dylan started this, I think we had an idea that uh, we were just gonna probably get about a hundred or so in the first year, and for us to honestly triple that number in such a short amount of time, it, it really speaks so much. And like Dylan said, we wish uh, we could meet every single one of you. We wish that we could ultimately sit down and give you guys, uh, you know, that handshake and, and really give you that appreciation uh, because it means, it means the world to us for two guys that talk nonsense for about an hour and for you guys <laughs> to actually follow us and listen to us. It means the world to us. So uh, I'm, I'm doing a little bit of a Kanye West right here. So I, I'm going to let you guys finish up and do your thing. But but really, thank you so much to everybody uh, listening to the pod, uh, whether you're on your way to work or you're just home or if you're you know tuning in right now. Thank you to every single one of you guys. Really, it, it, it means the world to us. And we're at 300 now. 
we can only expect to to go higher with you guys so thank you so much as well gentlemen uh, take it away again wow the ho- the host the host will jump in for the thank you but we won't, we won't catch the game on saturday ivan has left the building <laughs> unbelievable oh man oh man well i mean really i mean he should have just stated because i think that's everything we talked about everything um we talked about the Monterey game. Uh, we talked about the Pachuca game, uh, Copa Mekis, the uh, Feminel, the giveaway. I mean, that that pretty much wraps it up, guys. That I mean, wraps it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, saying, who's Ivan? Yeah, I don't know who Ivan is either. Okay. Oh, now oh, he's back. He's back. No one knows me around him, but you're right. Actually, I did want to say this, though. Uh, I, just quick reminder about the giveaway, guys. Uh, you guys have to give the biggest uh, round of applause to the man that is sitting next to Dylan. It will not really sitting next to him, but in my screen, it looks like they're sitting next to each other. Uh, Christian, <laughs> who has, uh, who's gratefully uh, uh, helping us out with this giveaway. So really, Christian, thank you so much for everything you've done. We, you, you've really integrated yourself since last year, uh, well, since last season into the podcast behind the scenes. And uh, it, it's great that we finally we, you know, are able to put a camera to your face and, and, and put you out here. We, we hope that you, you'll be you know, the biggest part of the team here alongside with me and Dylan. And so I hope uh, everyone can uh, can appreciate you just as much as we appreciate uh, you for, for what you've done and for what you keep doing, man. Thank you. No, no, thank you, guys. Uh, I love supporting you guys. Uh, ever, like I said, ever since I found this podcast, it was uh, something that was so cool to me to finally know that there was people who watch America and speak English because over here I have no one that does that. So, um, no, it was it was very uh, eye-opening to see this. And uh, just to be – just just being here now – on the podcast, it's uh, it's crazy to me. I just want to support in everywhere and I can, and I guess this is all the best way I know how to. And my guy, you have done more than enough, more than me and Dylan probably have ever done for the podcast. <laughs> 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 um, no, but thank you. So I hope everyone can appreciate you, Christian. I, I didn't, I didn't give you the platform last week, but tell them where they can find you on Twitter. Oh, you can find me on Twitter. Actually, can I just put it in the chat because it's kind of complicated to you? Well, not complicated, it's just uh. Go ahead, put it in the chat, and yeah. I'll put it in the show notes for everyone uh, that's listening on SoundCloud and, I, and iTunes. Okay, sure. And uh, make sure you guys go follow him. I mean, the guy is a true gent, and uh, you, you really go 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 follow him on Twitter. He's a, he's an amazing Americanista uh, for what he's done for us and for, for, for much other people as well. But I also do want to talk about the giveaway. Ladies and gentlemen, do not forget that the steps are very crucial. You don't necessarily need to follow them in a certain order, but there have been some people that uh, have uh, kind of warped it a little bit. Remember, the steps go as, as as these. You must obviously, one, follow us on Twitter at Eagle iPod, and then follow. afterwards, yes, there you go, right there. You follow the Eagle Eye Podcast, and then afterwards, you go to the picture, which we have graciously enough uh, pinned it, because if not, we, we, we probably wouldn't even find it. So make sure you do uh, go and Retweet with comment. Okay, Christian, you want to show them? Oh, fuck. I put a retweet. <laughs> <laughs> that is not what to do. Hold no, on. That's a prime example what not to do. So then you click the right, right there. You click retweet with comment. And then you comment as to why you should be the winner of our giveaway. And use the hashtag Eagle Eye Giveaway and Aguilas ENG. And then lastly, all you need to do is just... On that very same picture you retweeted, make sure you go back to the original picture and comment your size below. And that is it. Three simple steps. And we are giving away these jerseys to two of you in a week's time from today. We will announce two winners here on the podcast. And uh, I hope you guys have it. Uh, uh, hopefully, like we said, we wish we could all we, we could give away a jersey to every single one of you guys. So we're, we're not in the, we're not in that we're, our budget isn't there yet. Gancito hasn't hit us back up whether or not they're going to sponsor us. Uh, but in the meantime, we'll be working on that. But uh, two of you very 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 lucky listeners that do follow us on Twitter will have that opportunity. And like I said, this is a great opportunity just for us to just even hear your guys' story, which is amazing. We've heard of so many great stories so far, and I can only imagine how the week's going to go by. So thank you again. For everything, and that's just a little bit of a quick recap about the giveaway. Now you're leaving again, huh? No, no you, go. you you can close it out. I'll stay on here. <laughs> well, guys, I hope you enjoyed the show with your new host. We're kicking Ivan to the curb now, so I'll be your new host. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. Uh, it's, 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 this is just this is just for today. Um, I really hope you enjoyed it. You know, the first time, my first time doing this. Um, y'all could probably tell that I was a little nervous which I deeply was, and so I hope y'all gave me the benefit of the doubt. But, uh, no, I mean, I, I enjoyed it, and so I really hope y'all enjoyed it. Uh, 
we're gonna go out and get a win against Monterrey, even though I said I even though I predicted a draw and I but I haven't predicted his four 0 victory again. What happened? Any anything can happen though. You never know. You never know. So mm-hmm. Ivan has a point there. Oh, we'll catch you all next week, guys. Uh, don't forget to tune in Saturday with us for you know your. I guess you could say live tweet by tweet coverage of the game too, as well. Live reactions, you know, we're interacting. Uh, don't be don't be scared to interact with us, guys. Uh, that's what it's there for. For y'all to add us, you know, talk about anything I want. Um, like I said, we're talking about gancitos, we're talking about nachos, talk about tacos, or your favorite tacos. I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, even Leva has faith in us. This podcast is gonna make it on ESPN, you know. So you know, this, this is we got a good thing going here, and you know, I'm. I'm I'm just happy to be here. I'm really happy. I'm blessed. That's all I can say. Same. Well, catch us next week, guys. Again, uh, make sure you watch the game tonight. If you are listening right now, if not, well, then, you know, you either missed it or you watched it. You know, I, I can't really say. I guess that's what time travel feels like. <laughs> 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 all right, guys. Okay. For, okay. For this time. All right. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, catch us next week. Uh, follow us for the game uh, tonight, you know, Saturday night too as well. And we'll see you all next week. Uh, as it is, Vamos America. Alrighty, thank you, Christian. Thank you, everyone who tuned in, and we'll be seeing you guys very, very soon. Like Dylan said, Arriba America.